63% of all physician assistants are working in specialty medicine. The goal of Lincoln Memorial University's PA program is to keep them in primary care. You're listening to ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, your host, and with me today is Dr. Michelle Heinen. Michelle is the director of the Physician Assistant Program at Lincoln Memorial University in Harrogate, Tennessee. Today we are discussing how this newly accredited PA program is planning on training PAs and keeping PAs in primary care. Hi, Dr. Heinen. Welcome to ReachMD. Thank you very much, Lisa. I appreciate being here. Dr. Heinen, the recent accreditation of the PA program at LMU has brought the number of PA programs in the U.S. to 145. The LMU campus is located in a beautiful area of the country. Could you tell us a little about the history of the university and its beautiful surroundings? LMU has a strong history of health profession programs. We have the nursing program that has the associate through master's degree levels, which include a family nurse practitioner and nurse anesthesia concentration. We have other programs in the School of Allied Health, which consist of medical technology, athletic training, kinesiology, social work, and vet tech. We also have the new DeBus College of Osteopathic Medicine, which just started in 2007. Why did Lincoln Memorial University want to start a physician assistant program? LMU wanted to start a PA program because of the area being so medically underserved. We have all the other professions. We just started a medical school, but we're still looking to fill that gap of practitioners needed to help serve this area. And tell us what makes this PA program unique. This program is unique in the fact that there are a lot of PA programs that are not situated in medical school. We are housed in the DeBus College of Osteopathic Medicine. It's a state-of-the-art medical education facility, and it has a large anatomy lab. Uh, We also have a simulation lab, so the students will be able to practice a lot of the hands-on skills and work in clinical simulations prior to going out on clinical rotations. We also have a clinic here on campus where students are able to see patients, and we also bring in standardized patients so that the students can work with the standardized patients also prior before going out to clinical rotations. Tell us about the importance of the rural health in the PA program. The rural health issues with health profession programs here is the fact that LMU is located at the Cumberland Gap, right where Tennessee, Kentucky, and Virginia meet. This area has been designated as medically underserved since the 1950s by the federal government. And LMU has a goal of taking people from this area, training them here so that they go back and serve their communities. And this has been true across all the disciplines that we've had here at the university. We're also expecting that there is going to be a physician shortage by the year 2020, which will give PAs even more of an opportunity to work in these areas and help serve the people and hopefully alleviate the shortage that we have. What type of health issues do you see most often in rural medicine? It's mostly like what everybody else sees, but usually what happens is the patients are further progressed in their disease by the time they actually get to a provider here because they don't have access to health care. There are other issues. They're not having preventative medicine care. They're not seeking care early in the stages of the disease. And so by the time somebody out here would see 
the person, the, the disease has progressed. There's also areas here in Tennessee which are called OPAs, which is the other priority areas. These are counties that are listed that have high mortality rates due to strokes, diabetes, and or heart disease. And there's 15 counties in Tennessee alone that are designated as these OPAs. Well, with 63% of all PAs working in specialty medicine, and many of them going into specialty medicine from graduation, what's your plan for keeping the LMU students in primary care and rural health? Well, of course, like other PA programs, they are trained in the different specialties to prepare them adequately to become qualified healthcare providers that provide high-quality care. However, what we're trying to do is we've recruited practically this whole first class from this area, or they have connections to this area, and they have seen the needs and the problems in rural health, and they want to get out there and help these people. And so we're focusing our rotations in medically underserved areas as much as we can. We also have a greater portion of our clinical rotations that are focusing in primary care. So the students will get exposed and see what value they are in the community. Does the emphasis on rural health impact who's admitted to this program? Not at all. We are going to be joining CASPA for the admissions process on this next cycle, but we are interested in people who either from this area or have the goal to want to work with medically underserved patients or work in those areas, but anybody can apply to the program. And will you accept applicants from other states who do not plan on staying in the Appalachia region? Yes, we will. The goal actually is to try to keep a good percentage in and around the Appalachian region. How many applicants did you get for your first PA class? Well, we just actually finished interviewing for our class, and so we're still tallying those numbers, but we have accepted 40 students for the first class. And is this a master's-only program? Yes, it is. We require that the applicants either have completed a bachelor's degree or will have completed a bachelor's degree prior to entering the program, which starts on May 18th. And can you tell us about the Remote Area Medical Clinic? Yes, that is an annual event that is held every year at the LMU campus in May. And because of the university's mission for community service, this event actually provides health care to the unemployed, the uninsured, and the underinsured in the region. RAM actually has these clinics in different areas every month, but LMU hosts it in May of every year. In fact, this year will be the fourth annual RAM clinic for LMU. And in 2007 and 2008, almost 700 individuals received care at the RAM clinic, and this is free care. In 2008, it provided approximately $270,000 worth of free medical services to the people around the area. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and I'm speaking with Dr. Michelle Heinen, Director of the Physician Assistant Program at Lincoln Memorial University in Harrogate, Tennessee. We are discussing how this newly accredited PA program is planning on training PAs and keeping PAs in primary care. So, Dr. Heinen, can you tell us a little about what it's like to start a new PA program, and what have been your biggest obstacles? It's really been exciting starting a new PA program. As educators, as we're working 
in the PA programs, we see different things that, oh, we should have added this or we should change this or I wish we could incorporate something in a specific way. And this actually gives the opportunity to create your own curriculum and come up with ideas that you think would be great to incorporate into the PA program. So it's really been an exciting adventure, and we've had a lot of great support here at the school. Did you utilize other PAs or PA consultants to help you in building the program? Yes, we did. There were actually three PA consultants that were involved, and they were of great help in reviewing the documents that we needed for our accreditation and and working with us and keeping us on a timeline in order to get everything completed. And how long did this process take? We actually had the program up and completed in approximately nine months. Is it a difficult process to get accredited? Well, the accreditation process consists of going through the ARCPA, which is our accrediting body, filing the intent that we want to get accredited, provisionally accredited, and then completing a self-study and other documents, and then going through a site visit where people actually come out and look at the program and review our documents and make sure that we're meeting the standards for accreditation. So one of the most difficult issues facing PA programs today is the lack of clinical preceptors. Are you experiencing those same problems? Yes, we are. We've had that problem in this area as well. There are some specialties that are more difficult to get into than others, but yes, just like every other program, we've had a problem with obtaining enough preceptors. And what's your plan moving forward to help solve that problem? Well, we'll continue to pursue checking with the different specialties, checking with different preceptors, organizations. We also are here in in the medical school, and they also have some facilities that they have affiliation agreements with. So we'll be working with them a little bit to try to get enough preceptors, which I'm confident we will. Well, another issue is finding PA educators. Has that been a problem for you as well? It has to some degree. We have two great faculty members on board here with us, and we are looking for two additional faculty members, and we've had some applications and are interested in people looking. But yes, as other programs, we have also had that problem of finding PE educators. Well, the osteopathic DO program at LMU is already established. How are the faculty and the students accepting the new PA program? The faculty has really accepted the PA program. They're really excited about it starting. And the students are excited as well. They've had education on what a physician assistant is, um, what role we actually play in the healthcare system, and how the two professions actually interact. So they're getting some education, which is great, so that when they get ready to go out and practice, that they know how great it is to have a PA with them as part of the team. Are there any local PA postgraduate programs or residency programs available there? There are local PA residency programs. Actually, there's just one. It's in Johnson City. It's with Wataga Orthopedics, but that's the only residency program that's around in this area. What about telemedicine? Does your program utilize that in the classroom and at clinical rotation sites? Telemedicine has not been discussed as far as utilizing it in the classroom, We may have a possible clinical site that will be using it, so the students might have some exposure to it. So as a PA, I have a question. When I was looking at the university, 
I noticed it, it sits right on the border of Kentucky, Tennessee, and Virginia. And I wondered, how do you handle the licensing issues for the students? Are they able to work with preceptors in all of those bordering states? Yes, we actually have clinical sites in, I believe, all of those states. And they will be able to go on rotations in the different states. When they get ready to become licensed, it just depends on the state that they're in, where they become licensed. Now, I know there are some PAs in the state that work right on the Tennessee-Kentucky border and need to work in both states. Either um, they have clinics in both states or they need to do some kind of health care in both states. So in that case, they would actually have to go and get both licenses. And something else I noticed while researching your university is, is how beautiful it is. Really try to explain to everybody what, what it's like there. I mean, it's incredibly wooded and gorgeous. Tell us a little about that. Well, we're right located at the Cumberland Gap at Tennessee, and it is absolutely beautiful. The university is situated in the mountains, and or a very hilly region, I should say, but it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, you can see a lot of land. You get to see the sunrise, sunset in the area. It's just beautiful. And tell us just a little about the history of President Lincoln there. Well, what happened was is that in 1863... Lincoln suggested to General Howard, who's a Union Army officer, that when the Civil War ended, he wanted General Howard to organize a university for the people in this particular area. And so Howard returned back to the area back in the 1890s with several others, and they founded the university at that time as a tribute to President Lincoln. And the university was charted right on Lincoln's birthday, February 12th in 1897. So where can people get more information if they're interested in the LMU PA program? They can go to our website, which is www.lmunet.edu forward slash DCOM. And you will see a link on the left-hand side of the page at the very bottom that says Physician Assistant Program. Otherwise, they can feel free to contact either myself or contact our admissions coordinator, Ms. Susan Owens, at 423-869-6669. Well, we wish you well with one of our newest PA programs. Thank you, Michelle, for coming on the show. Thank you, Lisa. I'm PA Lisa DeAndre Linnell, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Please visit our website at ReachMD.com, which features our entire library through on-demand podcasts. And thanks for listening.